0: Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Monday, October 10th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey coach, appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks, Alan. We'll get started here with Josh and then Rue. Hey, Nick. How's it going? Hey, Josh. Good to see you. Um, I wanted to uh, rewind to the uh, missed field goal uh, yesterday. Um, After the game, there were a couple angles that showed that Milton Williams might have uh, gotten a hand on it. I'm wondering if you and your staff uh, were able to review that uh, tape and uh, just uh, your thoughts on the play, if he did, uh, you know, have an impact uh, on that? Yeah, we we reviewed it. Uh, it's hard to tell, and uh, well, I'll ask Milton. We, I, I, we uh, those guys had the day off today, and I'll ask uh, I'll ask Milton when he when he gets in if if he got his he got his hand on it. It didn't. I don't. I mean, I don't know because it it went pretty straight, pretty you know, for a little bit, and then it took that right turn. So I'm I'm assuming he didn't based off the kicks proje- uh trajectory and everything like that, but. Uh, he, he may have, uh, but, uh, that was, a. there's a clip, uh, that somebody sent me of how our sideline react after the miss and how the fans in our, in the stadium, I almost said our stadium in the Arizona stadium, which might as well have been our stadium yesterday, react after the kick. And that was pretty cool to watch. Uh, you know, that, that, that was a cool video. Go ahead, Ruben and Dave. Hey, Nick. Uh, you know, Jalen is such a weapon with the ball in his hands uh, when he gets out on the move, keepers, all that stuff. Um, how do you balance? I mean, he's, he's got, I think he's averaging just under 15 uh, carries per game. I think seven seven kneel downs. Uh, it's a lot, and he's taken a lot of hits. How do you balance how dangerous he is, what a competitor he is with the ball in his hands? He takes on contact to get that extra yard sometimes. How do you balance that with, you know just trying to be careful and make sure he stays healthy yeah we never we, we never want him to take a lot of hits as or, or any hits really for that matter um you know some of those carries too um you're gonna have to calculate in like seven of them yesterday were, were quarterback sneaks right uh as you guys all saw how we how we kind of handled a couple of those things yesterday so you know and uh not not to say that that's a, a safe play for him either but um you know, uh, it's safer than the other ones, in our opinion. Um, but we're going to do what we need to do to win the football game. One of the things that makes Jalen a really good quarterback is the ability that he has to throw the ball, read the defenses, and have that ability to move around and make plays. And so, you know, one big reason you, you hear me talk about the offensive line every time I talk about our run game, of why our run game's good. Jalen has a huge, huge, huge influence. On the backside of the run game because of his ability to run the ball, and now you got to run them um, for them to respect that, which we obviously do. But you know wh- why? Why is our run game good? Why did it get going in the second half? It's still that Jalen's got that demands respect on the backside, and you know I've all, I was always taught you 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 win win games on the front side, you win championships on the backside. That was always a, a saying Frank Frank would say. And uh, and so Jalen does a great job of, of holding that backside. Um, you know, as far as scrambles, you know, those are going to happen uh, in the game when he when he thinks that you know he has a pressure breakdown or um, nobody was open on the perimeter. He's got to move and make a play. And you can see he creates he creates on third down scenarios can create first downs for you with his legs and with his arm. We'll go to Dave and then Tim. And then Tim. Hey Nick, uh, is there a benefit long term to winning games in different ways, like we've seen from you guys the last few weeks? And if so, what is it? What is it? Yeah, I mean, I would love to win every game uh, by a lot. Um, I really would. Those are those are a lot less stressful. You know, you played a, a good game when you when you hold them to you know seven and you score thirty or whatever whatever it is, right? But that's not the reality of this league, right? You're going to go through some. You're going to go through the grind. Um, and In fact, more games are going to be like they were yesterday than they were for our first couple games, or for our, you know our Washington game or our Minnesota game. There, there, the, there's a heck of a lot more games like yesterday than than uh, those couple games. So, we just like to be able to win anyway. You, you, you go through it and you're and you're happy with the win no matter what. You're you're dissatisfied with with the things that you want to correct and first of all as coaches and then secondly as uh you know as as the players and so you know you just try to go through and fix that as you, as you would um but of course there's benefits to win every way and and you and you say to yourself well we're going to be in those games when you know we're going to be in those games more so than not and so it's good you know when you when you win those games obviously go ahead Tim and then Martin, Martin. Hey, Nick, uh, just to follow up on on Rube's question, how's how's Jalen holding up physically uh, to this point in the season? And what is kind of your philosophy uh, with he's obviously serving you guys very well uh, with the run game and things that he brings to the offense, but you want to get him through a season. So where do you come down, I guess, um, on on how you're handling it? Yeah, you know, again, he he's smart with with how he takes hits, you know, and you're not he's not gonna be able to protect himself completely every single play. But he knows how to how to not take a hit. I mean, you saw him, and he's really shifty in there. Like, he ran one um, yesterday on an empty play. kind of got out of the pocket. And he had this guy, the linebacker, trying to tackle him. He sticks his foot, left foot in the ground and then makes a cut. And now that guy that you thought, oh, he's about to get hit, you know, with how shifty Jalen is, he, he's about to get hit. He doesn't take that hit. So we trust Jalen, right? I talk about trusting Jalen, right? We trust him in those scenarios as well, like, to not take big hits. Again, you're not going to be able to be completely perfect with that. Jalen, you know, is is going to be like all our other guys at this point of the year where you're five games into it right now. Your body's not going to feel like it did, and – um you know your body's not going to feel like it did at the beginning of training camp. So he, you know, he's just like all all our other guys. Um, but are we always trying to be smart with him? Of course. Like we don't, you know, we don't want to put him in, in 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 danger. And so there's a difference between running him rec- recklessly and really going through every play of when he is a running threat and say. Are we putting them in harm's way? Which is what we do in each and every every case. And so, if there's something that looks muddy, um, where maybe the you know maybe a ball is going to be able to get spit back into a certain part of the field, um, we talk about that and we say, is this worth is this worth its um, you know is this worth it right? Is the eight yards we're going to gain worth it on this particular one? And and most likely they answer. Is no. And so, what you're seeing is the plays we feel comfortable about. Again, is it going to be perfect? No. But what you're seeing on Sundays is the plays that we feel comfortable about putting them in that scenario. What you're not seeing uh, is obviously the ways we're protecting them when we say scratch that, get that out, move this out, change this guy's blocking technique here. Um, And I don't want to get too far into that because I think there'll be a competitive advantage if I get too far into this. But change this guy's blocking technique here to allow him to not take this hit that we don't want to. I mean, that that is a p- constant part of our discussion. And so we're taking a lot, of, a lot of things out. We're keeping things in that we know we need in our offense. Um, but then also the technique and the fundamentals of guys blocking assignments are tweaked to protect him as well. Um, so I, I think I gave you quite a bit of information. I don't, I don't think I gave too much, and I, I probably need to stop right there. Appreciate it. Go ahead, Martin, and then Bo. Hey, Nick. Um, one of the things Jalen was saying after after the game yesterday was, you know, he doesn't want to hear about being 5-0 and and everything like that. Um, obviously, you guys are 5-0, and and you'll probably be hearing about it this week, especially with Dallas coming in and Sunday night football and all that. Um, so I was wondering, like, A, what that says about Jalen as a com- competitor, and B, you know, what kind of, what's your message to the team like going into this week against the Cowboys? Yeah, same, same as it's always been, right? We got to go one and oh this week, and to go one and oh this week, we got to go one and oh in the day we're at, and to go one and oh in the day we're at, we got to go one and oh, or we got to be we got to be ready with our walkthrough and our meet, right? Whatever we are in that at that particular time, like Jay, this isn't Jalen's first, uh, Rodeo being five and0 right It probably happened to him every time he was at Alabama. It probably happened to him the year he was at, at Oklahoma. so he understands that you know that it's just the next game that's the most important one. And so um, it, it, that's exactly what we preach as coaches and our players preach in the sense of, hey like if is five and0 feel good? Yeah, uh, you want six and zero to happen. Then you better do everything you need to do in that week to to ramp up for it. and we can't control what happened in the past. We can't control what's happening way in the future. All we can control is what we're, is the moment we're in right now. And so go attack the day um, and be hungry and humble and uh, attack the day and and let's get better today and and everything that we do. Go ahead, Bo and then Chris. Hey, Nick, I know that you can't uh, get everybody the ball uh, a ton every week, but um, AJ Brown yesterday three catches on the opening drive, and then and then no catches the rest of the game. Why was it that um, that was sort of the way that that things played out yesterday? Yeah, you know, it, it just there's going to be times where we have play, obviously we still have plays called for AJ. Right? It wasn't like all right, he got he got his three, and this is the the week Dallas gets a lot, and this is the week that. Uh, Devontae gets a lot. It just, you know, we have things called for him and and something, a ball might get batted, which which happened yesterday, or there might be a pressure off the edge and Jalen's about to step into the throw and make the throw to him, and it doesn't happen, right? Uh, They might, you know, somebody might... Uh, come free on a play that they had too many guys. Uh, we we didn't have enough guys in protection, and he has to scramble make play. So there's definitely plays being called for him, and it was the same thing to Devontae the first game, right? We had met, we had a lot of things called for Devontae that first game, five or six um, things that just didn't end up getting completed, um, and that's, that's the way the game goes sometimes. And uh, you know, um, you always want your receivers uh, and your tight ends and your playmakers to want to get the ball in their hands. Um, because that's one of the reasons why they're big-time playmakers is because they crave the ball, they need the ball, they want the ball, and 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 so that that's nothing that that we knew we know he he wants that football and we got to do whatever we can to get it get it to him, but sometimes the flow of the game doesn't allow you to do that, and um, that's kind of what happened yesterday. It was kind of like um, I said it with Devonte in week one; it was almost like a perfect storm of how it happened, and we didn't get him the ball. Well, and that's kind of the same case uh, here. But make no mistake about it, our, our pass game runs through those three guys, and I think that's what you're seeing uh, week in and week out. And I think A.J., right, I think A.J. is in the top five in receiving yards, and, you know, he'll continue to be on that because we'll continue to try to feature him in the, in the pass game. Go ahead, Chris, and then Jimmy. Good afternoon, Nick. With you guys playing the Cowboys coming up here, how difficult is it for you guys, the coaching staff, to still want to do what you guys want to do, but still have to account for Micah Parsons from the, from wherever on the edge or in the middle ones? Whatever you
1: questions.
0: whatever you do, again, you're trying to put your players in the best positions to succeed, and you're not. And while you're doing that, you're trying not to allow their best players to wreck the game. Um, and so he'll he'll be accounted for every single play. That doesn't mean he's not going to make some plays here and there. He's he's a really outstanding. Outstanding player. Um, I think we all know that. the The league knows that. He's proved he's proved it for the last year and a half. Um, So we need to do our jobs as coaches and put our guys in positions to right, not only to be at their best, but also to defeat their best, right? And and to contain their best. And so um, he'll be thought about, right? I think somebody asked me a question uh, about this a long time ago. Is like. Hey, did you? And when Mike McCoy asked me, did you guys think about Vaughn Miller today when we, when Frank and I were with the Chargers, and um, and uh, we were playing the Broncos? Hey, did you think about Vaughn Miller today, and or did you think about Khalil Mack today when we were playing the Raiders? And I, and I can't remember which one it was, but I said nobody thought about him. His, all, everybody in his life didn't think about him as much as we thought about him today, and that's going to be the same way we roll this week. We have time for a few more, so we'll get these last four in. Go ahead, Jimmy, Ed, Les, and then Mike. Hey Nick, uh, that's a team, obviously, that's had you know the Eagles' number in recent years. Is beating them specifically kind of? um, Let's say it's more important than obviously, but um, is that sort of a benchmark that you want to beat this team because they won the division and they've you know, like I said, they've they've kind of. I don't want to say owned you guys over the over the last few years, but they they've certainly had your number. Are you talking about the Cardinals or the, the Cowboys? The Cowboys. You know, you don't. I think the, you know, I I think the thing where it's like, hey, they've they've really controlled this series. Like, because I, I heard the stat last week too about the Cardinals. the The Eagles never beat the Cardinals since 2001 at Arizona. Like, we don't care about that. Right, unless there were doing something completely wrong in our preparation for a West Coast trip, well, I don't care what. Like, I love seeing Donovan McNabb yesterday in that locker room. I was a big fan of his growing up, but what we're doing this week has nothing to do with what happened in 2001 in Arizona. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that's. Hey, you guys have a lot of a lot of pieces that you have to write, and so I think that's sometimes in my mind a little bit more about. The media angle at it, like, hey, this series has been – because this is a whole new year. This is whole new players. Like, what does what Chauncey – what does Chauncey care about what the series has been in the past, right? What does What does A.J. – A.J. doesn't care about that. Like, he's here to play this week, and so sometimes I just think that's more of a – we know how big of a game it is. Because it's it's the Cowboys and we know how big of a game it is because it's the next one and we know how big of a game it is because it's division game, and we're just going to go about our business that way to prepare like we always prepare and not leave no stone unturned. Um, so I, we don't get wrapped up in that and to be and I and that really the best teams I've been on don't get too wrapped up in, in all those different things and they and they they go about their business the week um, this week to to get ready. Go ahead, Ed. Uh, hey, hi, Nick. Um, just ask you about the Dallas quarterbacks. I guess at some point we'll know this week if it's going to be you know Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott. You prepared for Prescott twice last year. What's the difference you see between him and Cooper Rush? I'm I'm, I'm assuming you studied Cooper Rush at this point, but what what are the differences you see between them? You know, Ed, I'm still early in my preparation on the offensive side for their defense, right? And so, and I haven't met with Coach Gannon yet. Uh, to think about that, and so I don't have a great answer for you at this particular time because, and I would just be making something up if I did at this point. And so Gannon's—I know Gannon's got some things uh, that he's obviously that he and he's ready uh, with, that, with that answer. I need to talk to him still um, because all my preparation's been on the defensive side so far. But I will say, you know, that Cooper Rush has done an excellent job. I mean, I think that the the perception of was like. Oh, Dax Dax hurt and and they're in big trouble. Well, this is a good football team and this is a well coached football team with really good football players all over it. And um, you know, so you're seeing that they've they've weathered the storm and that and that that speaks a lot of who Cooper Rush is. Um, you know, I know Alex Tanny uh, was a teammate of his at one point and I and I don't remember where maybe the Giants and uh, he speaks really highly of him and he, he's not surprised by his success. Last two here with less than the mic. Hi, Nick. I wanted to ask you about the Cardinals blitzing yesterday. Uh, you, obviously you, you, you knew they were going to do that, but it seemed like uh, there might've been some problems sorting it out uh, at times. And uh, it, it just didn't seem to go smoothly. Uh, what was going on there? What did you see? You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes what's going to happen is they're going to bring one more and you can block and that happens. All right. And so, um, you, you try to do, you do your best to put your guys in position to to go through it. You give the quarterback the answers and the tools to to handle it. Um they get you sometimes. And I and and I didn't feel like we had a, a lot of free runners. But um, when we when they did have a free runner, it was because you know they had one more than than we could block at the time. And so, hey, I mean, I didn't. I'm not great at math, but I know that when when we have six to block and they bring seven. Uh, they're going to be able to get home. And, um, you know, so, you, again, you try to you try not to let that happen as much as you can, um, but you also want to avoid being in seven-man protections at all times too because then they, you know, they don't do it, and then you only have a couple guys out on the route. And so it's a fine balance there. And, um, you know, I thought the protection was good. It was really good yesterday. And when when somebody – it's more of a coaching thing when a guy comes free, in my opinion, right? And so, you know, when when we have free rushers, uh, you know, to me that was uh, that was on us, and I don't think it happened a lot, um, but. Uh, you know, Jalen did a good job of, of trying to get us out of it, and they got us a couple times, right? And we got them a couple times, right? And with with some of the things that we did to them, and so you know, that's a give and take. You never want to you never want to let anybody get near the quarterback, and but uh, it, it does happen sometimes, and we'll we'll work like crazy to to limit that. Did you get the hot reads on those? You know, did you get the ball to to people you thought? Well, you I think there much? was probably a lot a lot said about. Right, that we threw a lot of screens yesterday, and sometimes that is true, but sometimes it is the hot read that we're getting out of a bad play uh, when we throw it over there. Right, and so you know what some some people might right. the only guys that know that if it's a screen or a hot is really us as coaches a lot of the times, right? And us as players. Um, so some of that, sometimes that's happening. So you know, I think Jalen did a good job of getting the ball out of his hands. Again, did they get us a couple times? Sure. Did we get them a couple times? Yes. It was a, it was a good back and forth there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But um, you know, we'll we'll be ready for that. And and different teams present different ta- challenges with that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Hey, Nick, you've spoken a lot about the need um, to protect the football, you know, and not turn it over, obviously. Um, Jalen's only thrown two interceptions so far this season. He hasn't lost a fumble yet. How far did he have to come in that regard? Was that something that he was already inclined to to be good at at protecting the football? Or did you guys really have to work with him over the last year or two? I think he was always inclined. I think when you grow up in a – I think every coach has that – ingrained in him like every coach right from high school to to college to professional like hey you win and lose games by you protecting the football so Jalen growing up with a dad that was a high school football coach you're probably teaching him I, I'm teaching my son how to carry the ball already um and so he probably was taught the same same things and how important that is in the game and so he's always I think he has that innate uh um reaction to knowing how how important it is to protect the football um but of course like anything like we're trying to to master the fundamentals of how to protect the football and so him going through reads the way he's going through reads that helps to protect the football because he doesn't expose himself to as many hits uh when he's in the pocket and hold it if he holds on to the ball and so you always try to you know he's developing there in a sense of he's just getting faster and faster making these reads because he's seeing more and more um and then how he carries it when he when he breaks the pocket's really important as well because you know so we're just we're constantly on him on the fundamentals he does a great job he understands uh, how important it is to take care of the football and he and he's done a great job with his fundamentals of when he is carrying the football and that's you know that's no different than how we coach Miles or um, how we coach Devontae or AJ or Dallas right and so it's always about the fundamentals of how we take care of the football because we can talk about it till. We're blue in the face, right? We can talk about how important it is to protect the ball, but if we're just saying, "Hey, protect it," what you know, and they're just saying, "Oh, hey, we got to protect it," then there's no real teaching going on there, right? And so it's about how you protect it, right? And so, like one of my least favorite coaching points that anyone says is, "Hey, catch it." Well, yeah, I mean, we yeah, we want to catch it. Why did he drop it? And then go on from there and make the fundamental corrections. And it's the same thing with. Hey, hey, protect the football. Well, how do you want me to do that, right? And so that's what's the most important part of our job and then the important part of the player's job understanding, you know, the fundamentals of how to do it. And Jalen does a good job of that. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.